Hey, did you know that one of the largest U.S. flags in the state of Georgia stands proudly in Pure Talk's parking lot? Now, to honor that flag, Pure Talk is supporting America's Warrior Partnership. Now, they have a mission to prevent veteran suicide. Now, you can help this great cause simply by making the switch to Pure Talk before Flag Day. Get America's most dependable 5G network for just 20 bucks a month. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, to make the switch. That's puretalk.com slash Sean for superior cell phone service, and you get to help a vet in need. The following is a high-five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance, and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's healthlock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. All right. Thank you, Scott Shannon. And thanks to all of you for being with us. Write down our toll-free number. It's 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, we'd love to hear from you today. Not a real good week for Joey uh, Biden. You know, I mean, he's had a horrible week, actually. I mean, so Joe Biden busy last night trying to pin the blame of illegal immigration, the crisis on Donald Trump. Well, if he would have kept the policies of Donald Trump, he would not have set a record in 2021 in terms of the numbers of illegal immigrants coming into the country. And that was followed up by another record year in 2022 followed up by already another record year for 2023. And you, you see what's going on now, 10,000 illegal immigrants in a single day for crying out loud. But don't ask Karine Jean-Pierre. She didn't like to answer Steve Ducey's question. We'll get to that in a minute. And, you know, it wasn't a particularly great week at the United Nations. You know, he, he fumbled his way through meetings with the Brazilian president, meeting with uh, President Zelensky of Ukraine. He, there, there wasn't basically one word that wasn't just fed to him on a note card and he sat there in the oval office and just read from the note card i mean it's just pathetic uh anyway he's busy last night blaming the the illegal immigration crisis on donald trump uh he apparently thought he was addressing the congressional black caucus it turns out uh biden is now so out to lunch he didn't realize he was speaking to the congressional hispanic caucus did nobody on the staff brief him, or did he forget? We also got a report this week that in a private meeting, he tells a story, a few minutes go by, and then he tells the exact same story, almost word for word. Now, I don't know if any of you have ever dealt with anybody that has some type of cognitive decline or dementia or uh, Alzheimer's. It's not a pretty sight. It's a, frankly, it's an insidious, ugly, horrible way to live life and and your last years i mean to be losing your memory but but i have seen many people and i've known many people that have struggled with this it's sad to watch and you know for joe biden one, one of the common things that'll happen with people that are in this condition to whatever degree 
they're they're suffering. And, and by the way, all of these conditions are de- degenerative. I mean, there's certain medicines that they've created that that may slow down the uh, the process, uh, but it always gets worse. It never gets better. You don't stop it. No, we've got a cure. There is no cure for this. But they'll often ask a question, and then you give them an answer, and then three, four, five minutes, ten minutes later, they're going to ask you the same question. And then three, four, five, ten minutes later, they ask the same question again. Or they tell a story. You know, and then word for word, they'll repeat it in three minutes as though they don't, they, because they don't remember that they just told it. Oh, that's going to be me in my old age, right, Linda? Driving I, around. I mean, monoclonal antibodies might have been the first indication. <laughs> that's of what's not to true. Come. That is that is a complete and total. Well, you're lying to this audience. Well, son of a bee. I mean, you know, they gave him they gave him the money. Okay, and what come did on, we do? Joe. So you let's go. No, I'm not. I'm not letting this go. That's not happening here. Because one day, you gotta admit, Linda, it's pretty funny. No, it's not funny. I'm not laughing. It's actually really so funny. So one day, Linda goes to me. Why do you every single day go through your speech about monoclonal antibodies? I said because it's the one therapeutic that has worked every single time I've seen it used. And I wasn't telling people to take them. It was a therapeutic. If you tested positive to COVID, I said. My advice, as always, was check with your doctor and and ask that doctor about monoclonal antibodies. Are you a potential candidate for that? I don't dispense medical advice on this show. I'm not a doctor. I don't know anything about your medical history or your current medical condition. Why should I tell you what to do? But I give you information. And then Linda goes, well, why do you keep mentioning it? And I said, because if I only say it once, uh, okay, it's out in the ether and nobody's going to remember it. And I'd been saying it for a number of months up to that point. Not that many, maybe a few, what, three or four, three months. I don't know, something like that. And I made the decision to say it every day because I really, really believed in it myself. But I wanted people to at least look into the option because, you know, during various strains of, of COVID, the alpha strain, the original strain, the delta strain, you know, there were still enough people that were dying from this that, I don't want to see anybody die, and I don't care what your politics are. I want everybody to live. Uh, so anyway, we did a test. What did we do, Linda? Why don't you take it from there and explain why uh, you learned the method to my madness, and you actually said, wow, you're really right. I had no idea. Well, I mean, I didn't think in that one instance you were right, and I, and I will stand by the fact that I said you were right, but it was interesting that nobody could repeat it. We did like a blow-the-lines thing, and we went to every single caller, and we said, what is it that, you know, Sean always says might be an option as a therapeutic if you find yourself ill with COVID? And people were like, month to month, mono y mono. I'm like, no, monoclonal. Nobody knew it. It was, I think one person kind of got it. Nope. It definitely, no, there nope. was. He, he, he did. He, he was said like, the, minor that was clonal. The mono, mono something. That was yeah. it. Okay. But and listen, I- at the end of the day, on that particular instance, but I'm just saying, I was being more funny and tongue in cheek, which is fine. But, you know, it's kind of like when you go through, like, you know, Batarina, the mayor of Moscow, or we talk about the Hunter Biden, whatever well, it is. Elena Batarina. Right. You know, if I hear that name one more time, I'm going to blow my brains out, you know, because I hear about it Hunter having no experience. Yeah, no experience, Hunter. Quid pro quo, Joe. All right, well, let me ask you a question. Now we have polls showing that 61% of the American people now believe that Joe was, in fact, in business with his son and, and uh, you know, super majority believe uh, that he helped facilitate some of these deals with his son with no experience. 
Okay, where do you think people got that information from? Did they get it from fake news CNN? Did they get it from, let's see, MSDNC or ABC or CBS or, you know, any of these networks or the New York Times or the Washington Post? Did they get it from them, Linda? Or no, maybe they got it the from process? you and John Solomon. Yeah, because we're the ones that have hammered this the most. But now what? That's my problem. Well, Just the, like with the Russia collusion. Once, I'll know? tell you what, because look, Donald Trump is going to face four Four criminal charges and and trials coming up. I don't know when, but I have to believe that some of them are going to happen in an election year next year, 2024. Uh, I don't think you can get a fair trial in New York or Washington, D.C. or Fulton County, Georgia. And anytime you're dealing with a jury, it is a crapshoot. So that means Florida. I can't tell you what the result is going to be. However, on appeal is where I believe that that justice has a far better chance of being served and Donald Trump's case can actually be heard uh, by people that don't have their individual biases. And that would be his greatest chance uh, to win on appeal. For example, Bob McDonald, former governor of Virginia, was convicted on 11 counts. By the time he got to the Supreme Court, they vacated a unanimous vote. Rarely happens in the Supreme Court a unanimous vote to vacate every one of those convictions. So we're going to have an election in all likelihood where a convicted felon, that would be Donald Trump if he's the nominee, would would you know be convicted in an election year and his appeal where his chances of being vindicated and the any conviction vacated, that won't happen till after the election. Does that sound fair to you? You're supposed to no, answer. I, Thank you. It was not a I, trick well, question. <laughs> I was taking my Biden moment, but I, I don't think that it's okay. fair. I don't think there is a way for him to get a fair trial in the United States of America. I think it, I think we are seeing disproportionate numbers of support in every single group of Americans. I mean, there is no shortage of people. Look at the Dallas mayor today. Katie sent me this story from a listener saying that he's switching parties because, you know, cities need Republicans because the, the kids are not safe, their families are not safe. You know, we've got people in droves switching to Trump, and they know it. By and the way, and, and they need to really pay attention because the DNC is panicking, and I was going to get to this later, I'll bring it up now, and that is that, you know, not one but five separate polls show minority support uh, for for Donald Trump as you know, we're seeing levels that no Republican in 50 years has seen, especially with Hispanics. He's nearly at 50 percent of Hispanic American voters that would be voting for Donald Trump. You know, I don't care if we're talking about the uh, Time Siena College poll indicating Joe Biden is severely underperforming with minorities, which is a big part of the Democratic Party voting bloc, which all that means is you're going to hear a lot more accusations. Republicans are racist. But anyway, let me I digress. Let me go back to where I was. So Joe Biden's at the U.N. He gives a mumbling, bumbling, idiotic, you know, climate alarmist, uh, climate alarmist, religious cult speech about the whole world and working with China. He just uh, it's so humiliating to see our president in that bad condition show up at the U.N. Uh, then he meets and he has a, a press conference with the president of Brazil uh, on the way in, he bumps into a pole, uh, I'm sorry, of the flag, a pole, a flagpole with the Brazilian flag on it. 
And on the way out, he won't even shake the president's hand. He just totally, completely forgets it. And then he exits the wrong way out of the room, which now has been happening more and more. So you put this together with the guy that that keeps, you know, asking the same questions over and over again, telling the same stories over and over again. And I have a, an additional update today. He's, you know, now praising the Congressional Black Caucus while addressing the Hispanic Caucus. Uh, I'm like, OK, not good, Joe. Looking bad. But again, the media will do everything they could possibly do to defend him. Uh, the bribery evidence, uh, by the way, Bob Menendez has been charged. The FBI, IRS criminal investigators are attempting to determine if Menendez and his wife had taken up to $400,000 worth of gold bars from a, a New Jersey developer, former bank chairman. This is the second time now he's been charged. Now, the first time, and this is significant, small detail, but a significant one, Abby Lowell was his, his attorney, just like Abby Lowell was John Edwards' attorney. And Abby Lowell got both of them off. Now, right now, Abby Lowell's busy. His client is Hunter Biden. Hunter has very good top-of-the-line representation. Maybe five great, super great lawyers in D.C. I happen to have one of them. Uh, but, but Abby Lowell, I'll tip my hat to him. He's one of them. This guy's a great attorney, great constitutional scholar. This guy knows how to, you know, argue before a jury. So we'll see. Uh, that's going to be interesting. You know, by the way, I want to bring this up, too, right now. So Biden says to Republicans, we're eight days away from this dreaded government sh uh, shutdown. And it's been a, a bit of an Adam Schiff show, like it always is when this comes up. I don't know how it's going to end. Then Biden sarcastically says, oh, enjoy your weekend. Mocking House Republicans for going home for the week. Uh, meanwhile, I know that there are meetings going on in the Appropriations Committee right now as we speak. Those guys aren't going home. I know guys like Chip Roy are working on this all weekend because I talked to them. So they're just kind of lying. And then to be criticized by the guy that really only visited the border one time and lies that the border is closed and secure. Uh, is, is, is this a joke? The guy that's now sending chartered airplanes to people that go on the joe biden come into the country illegal app app that they have and sign up and then illegal immigrants get to pick one of 43 locations in the u.s where they're going to 215,000 people already have used this app to come here doesn't tell any local uh officials that these people are coming you know the, the same guy that promised in march he was going to visit uh east palestine in ohio the guy that just ignored Maui, ignored it, ignored it, ignored it, and said no comment twice, and then said, well, I can't go because I don't want to be a distraction. I don't want to get in the way. There's nothing to get in the way of. Was at Camp David during the Afghanistan withdrawal, flew back to the White House to give a speech, then right back to Camp David for more rest and relaxation. Planned to go to Delaware the weekend of after the most recent Florida hurricane, and was only shamed into a visit to Florida. I think it's why DeSantis, I'm not wasting my time for his photo op. You know, goes to Camp David and, and Delaware on Memorial Day weekend with the debt ceiling issue unresolved, but announced the deal, you know, Saturday night, refuses to negotiate with McCarthy over the debt ceiling for over 100 days. So we're going to get lectured by him about missing an action? No, thank you. I don't want to hear it. Later, Linda's, you're like worked up over this Howard Stern woke thing. I'm going to let you talk about it. Thank you. Is that okay? 
I mean, I love it. I love talking about people I can't stand. Makes now, me feel fulfilled. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. Goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. Father's Day is coming. A day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us. To crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off. No dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. But the Bartesian cocktail maker, it's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all natural bitters, so dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So, for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. Goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. What are you looking for in a new smart TV? 4K picture quality, high quality and immersive sound, a sleek design. All of those are givens, but only the new Roku Pro Series has all of those and the Roku streaming experience, an award-winning OS. Get fast, easy access to all your apps like iHeart, where you can stream all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts all day, and regular all-inclusive trips to Roku City. The new Roku Pro Series, a smart TV built by the streaming pros. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the 
world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Artesian. Premium cocktails on demand. I can't explain liberal Joe. Actually said today there's this undercurrent, sort of undercurrent, like she's black and she's a woman talking about Kamala Harris. And that's why people don't like her, because she's the vice president. And I just go where where were you you when Dan Quayle was vice president? Where were you? Well, what does that have to do with anything? No, Joe, uh, you know, play. Maybe I should send we should send them a copy of Kamala's word salads. What has she done, Joe? She's the border czar. She hasn't even been to the border. You think you think there's no case? Do you believe the borders are secure, as Biden and his whole administration claims? And do you believe they're closed like they claim, or are they lying? They're lying. You can't always get what you want. But you can get Sean Hannity online at Hannity.com. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Thank you for being with us. 800-941-SEAN is our number this Friday. All right, Tunnel to Towers, they're delivering on their promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices. America's greatest heroes they've all made for us. Heroes that risk their lives to commit our communities or, I'm sorry, keep our communities and our country safe and secure. Heroes like United States Marine Corps Captain and Pilot uh, Jeremy Sachs, John Jeremy Sachs. Well, he sustained fatal injuries when his military air- aircraft cashed, uh, crashed during training, killing him and five others uh, that were serving our country as well. He's remembered by loved ones as courageous, brilliant, devoted to his career, his family, his friends, his country. He is survived by his wife, Amber, who gave birth to their second daughter three months after he passed away. And Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the family home for Amber and their two daughters. And the foundation has now helped over 1,000 military and first responder families navigate what is by far the worst times by removing the burden of a mortgage payment. Anyway, they get no money from the government. Uh, You can help us. And join all of us here at Team Hannity. They're asking if you could donate, commit to $11 a month. You can sign up by going to their website, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. The letter T, the number two, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. All right, before we move on with some of the other news here, uh, we're about to be hit in the Northeast with a major tropical storm, although... I got to tell you something. I've been getting notes all this week from our friend Joe Bastardi, the official meteorologist of the Sean Hannity show, weatherbell.com, that, you know, we might have a situation very similar to Hurricane Sandy. You might remember that was just before Mitt Romney ran against uh, Barack Obama and the infamous Chris Christie embrace and hug of Obama, uh, which I still remember. Uh, anyway, you, you're thinking this can be that bad for the Carolinas north to New Jersey? Do you think it's really going to be that bad? Yeah, I'm, I'm, my biggest concern, uh, you know, was Sandy went in near Atlantic City, and uh, I don't want anyone north of Atlantic City to think this will be as bad as Sandy. 
although it is going to be a pretty bad blow uh, tomorrow into Sunday in there. And that includes all the way up to Long Island. Uh, you know, the peak winds in Sandy were 60 to 70 miles an hour. In this case, it'll probably be 50 to 60 miles an hour up to the south coast of Long Island and on the New Jersey shore. But what concerns me is that this may last two to three days, uh, the uh, Jersey shore, so that you pile up a lot of water in there. I've seen these piling cases. So Atlantic City to the Delmarva Peninsula, and that may even include um, President Biden's house, <laughs> could have some interesting uh, tidal problems here over the next couple of days. The storm itself is approaching hurricane strength now, and you've got the exact opposite problem you have with Idalia. Idalia's pro- I, a problem with forecast problems. I doubt you collapsed the last 12 hours coming to the coast. And, of course, Lee stayed out at sea enough so that only Cape Cod was brushed. This one is intensifying and intensifying pretty quick. It'll make landfall Cape Lookout this evening, be up near Richmond tomorrow evening, and at the mouth of Delaware Bay as a weakened storm by Sunday evening. But you're going to have a swath of very heavy rains from southern New England through New Jersey down through eastern Virginia down through the Carolinas, and since the wind is coming basically out of the east, the trees can't take an east wind. They can take the west wind, but the east wind, because you ever look at the trees, they lean sort of to the southeast because the sun, you know, comes up in the east and goes around the south, so the trees like the sun, right? So they grow towards that, and so an easterly wind does not have to be as strong to cause tree damage and power outage and things like that. So the area, remember the surge at Atlantic City with Sandy was four feet. Up further north in Newark Bay, it was close to 13 feet. So we don't want you folks uh, to the north to think that this is going to be as bad as Sandy. But this area from, again, the Delmarva Peninsula, Lewis, Delaware, Atlantic City, some of those places may exceed or get darn close to what happened with Sandy with multiple tides here in this situation. So uh, for the Carolinas, I mean, this thing's going to knock out power. Southeast Virginia, Tidewater, um, the eastern part of uh, North Carolina, uh, because the center is going to come up uh, over Pamlico Sound and just to the west of Norfolk and up over Richmond. So the time scale is that the weather is worse tonight in North Carolina, Virginia Beach, late tonight and tomorrow morning. And then tomorrow into tomorrow night is the worst weather from Delaware into New Jersey. And then Again, Sean, the problem is that it exits east, and the northeast winds will keep blowing 20 to 30, 35 miles an hour for a couple of days all the way down the Jersey Shore. So we're, consi- we're concerned about uh, the piling up effect of the water over a period of multiple days, and that's why that one area in there I'm talking about uh, could, see, uh, could see the water as, as high as what happened with Sandy. Not further north. So don't worry, New York City. New York City, the battery's not going underwater. They'd probably get a, a surge of two feet in the battery. Back of uh, Long Island Sound, two, three feet. These things are manageable. But when you start getting four feet at Lewis, Delaware, uh, uh, that, that's, that would be a problem there. Right now, the Hurricane Center's forecast is for the three- to five-foot surge as far north as Chincoteague. So they don't have it as far north, but there's a pretty bad Pretty bad situation, Pamlico Sound, and for the Carolina beaches here over the next uh, several hours. Remember what the storm surge is, folks. It is actually the raising of the water. It's not just the waves. You know, you got fifteen foot waves. Are, are, are you having expectations that the surge is going to be bigger than Sandy? 
No, in a small area, the area from Atlantic City to Lewis, Delaware, I think has a shot at having uh, the surge higher than Sandy in there because their surge, their surge was two to four feet in there, and you could get that in this. Not, it's not Newark, not Long Branch, not not in the New York metro area. Still, it's a formidable storm. There's going, I think there's going to be power outages up to Long Island with this uh, tomorrow night. Uh, because uh, you're going to get gales out east and a lot of rain uh, with that. So the real the real concern here is from the Carolinas to South Jersey as far as uh, causing uh, problems. There was a storm in uh, 2006, Sean, Ernesto, all right, which did a billion dollars damage. There were over a million people without power with that. Remember Isaias, which came through here a couple years ago, was Con Ed's third worst storm. So we don't want to underestimate uh, what can happen further north, but I don't think this is a bad storm in New York City. Put it this way, <laughs> the governor called out the National Guard for Lee on Long Island, which I was like, what the heck? Uh, I don't think she should be calling out the National Guard here, but there'll be more weather uh, with this storm up around Long Island than there was with Lee. Well, I hope everybody, you know, this now goes from the, for the Carolinas north to New Jersey and to Long Island. This storm this weekend's. What about New England? Will New England get hit? No, I don't think it, I don't think it's too bad in New England. I think you get a lot of rain and wind. And of course, they've had the uh, they've had a lot of rain this summer. We've all had a lot of rain this summer on the coastal plain here, and that compounds the situation. What we what, what we we still have to be concerned about is with all the rain that we've had. This hurricane season's not over. And we're predicting an active endgame. And by the way, I just want to drop this to Hannity listeners. Remember last winter? We're predicting the opposite this winter. I think this is going to be a heck of a winter coming up for the eastern and southern part of the United States. And some of the storminess you're seeing in the Atlantic Basin, believe it or not, is hinting at it because it's showing you that there wants to be low pressure over the Atlantic Ocean. And when that happens in the wintertime, you tend to get a lot of cold air coming into the United States. So that's the interesting thing about what I do. A lot of the stuff is linked, and the climate people don't even look at stuff like that. So when it happens, they say, ah, climate change. So if, if, if President Biden's house gets surrounded by water, let's put it this way. He should have been calling us to let, uh, you know, a week before to let him know about it. He probably would have forgot about it. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Well, I hope everybody's listening uh, for more details. Anyway, just go to weatherbell.com. Uh, Joe Bastardi, uh, the official weather uh, meteorologist on the program. Thank you, uh, sir. We appreciate it. All right. Enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you got. All right. 800-941-SHAWN is our number if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, Linda, did you see our friend Stephen A. Smith threw out the first ball at the Yankee game last night? I did. He's larger than life these days. I asked him to call. Is he called in? He is here, uh, sir. I'm here. I'm here. Now, I'm going to tell you right up front. I got your back. I'm supporting you. You're my friend. I don't care about the naysayers. I see what's happening on your network. They're trashing my friend, my buddy, Stephen A. It was not a good throw. But you know what? Uh, you know, big deal. You know, you, you, you bounced it about 10, 12 feet before the plate. But you know what? Uh, and you had Derek Jeter's jersey on, which was cool. Which was not – it wasn't cool of him. He, he called me before <laughs> and called me right after and said, 
okay, here's how we're going to save you. Uh, tell him you was playing, you thought you was playing cricket. <laughs> <laughs> did he really say that? Yes, he did. Yes, he did, man. That's my guy. But Oh, man. Man, listen, listen, the bottom line is, man, I sat up there, I was joking around all night, talking to you all morning, rather talking about how it was a perfect 0-2 breaking ball to make somebody swing at a pitch in the dirt and all of this other stuff. But here's the bottom line of those series. By, by the way, you, that's what you're telling people, that, oh, it was an 0-2 breaking ball in the dirt to try and get a strikeout? I, I was joking about it. I said, yeah, it's an 0-2 pitch in the dirt. The problem is it hit the grass. It didn't even make it to the dirt. No, 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 it didn't hit the grass. It didn't hit the grass, but damn it, it didn't. <laughs> the bottom line is it was a choke job on my part. No doubt about it. I'm going to tell you what happened, Sean and Linda. How you doing, girl? Here's the deal. You're out there practicing, okay? So I'm out there practicing, but they don't let you go to the mound. What they do is you're, pla- you're practicing on level, on level grass, level dirt, that kind of thing. 60 feet, 6 inches. So I had that down. Sean Hannity, I went to the mound. Now, the mound is 10 inches higher than the level. I used to be a pitcher. I know all about it, but keep going. So, so what I'm saying to you is that I've never, in all my years of covering sports, Sean Hannity, I've never stepped on a, on a mound of a baseball stadium. So when I was Let me, there, yeah. I said, holy, I, I, why am I here? It looked. <laughs> I've been, by the way, I've done that to myself many times. Why am I here? I'm like, why am I here? And the, and and that's when I got nervous. And then on top of it all, my dumb self, I didn't wear cleats or anything. I'm wearing sneakers. So oh I'm no! And pushing the dirt. I'm sitting there pushing the dirt, and I'm like this, and it's and and it feels slippery to me with my sneakers on. I'm going like this. I'm about to bust my ass. If I, <laughs> you know what I'm so I all of a sudden all of that came in and the strikes that I was throwing to warm up went right out the window and Man. said, you know what? I'm trying to be safe and not bust my butt. Let me try to get this over the plate. And I failed. Plain as simple. All right. So let me tell you why I'm going to stick up for you. I was a pitcher. And all throughout high school, varsity pitcher. I think I was even on varsity, pitched some games even in uh, in my freshman year. And I got to tell you something. And it was one way or the other for me. Either I would strike everybody out. I had a wicked sinking curveball. I used to take this ball and I'd w- rip it right at the batter's head. They'd duck out right into the pocket, call strike three. That was my pitch. You know, then I had a pretty good fast. But at that point, I had not banged out my rotator cuff so you know I, I used to have a lot of slingshot in that arm i don't have it anymore and now that i do mixed martial arts and lift i, I still can't throw like i used to but on but other days Stephen a i couldn't explain it on one day i'm going to strike out every batter or you know a lot i'm going to be on my game i'm going to be throwing strikes i'm going to be you know striking you know striking people out getting easy ground outs and i'm on my game other days, I throw the ball over the backstop. I mean, it was one way or the other, and there was no explanation for it. Obviously, why I never had a shot at the majors, uh, nor that I think I did. But um, it, it just is the way it is. Some days you're on, some days you're off. But hey, man. Uh, hey, man. But I will tell you this. Go ahead. You know, being on the mound is a little different. Being in front of you know sixty thousand people is a little bit different. I didn't care about that. 
I only cared about the mound. The people weren't phasing me at all. I was warming up. If people were honest and, why, and called into your show that were watching me warm up, they saw I was throwing that bad boy 60. No, I, I got I, somebody sent me a video. I just saw it. Right. I, you, you were throwing great in warm up. Well, you actually skipped one, but you, you were doing pretty well. Well, it was low, but I, I got to tell you, when I hit you know what? Down, that was a yeah. thing, and I said, oh, my God, I was scared to death. And I was going to bust my butt, and I was like this. At the end of the day, Chuck, but I tell people this all the time, they've been ripping me all day. I said, let me tell you something. That show, First Take, which is number one, I put people in a hot seat every day. Bring it. I got to take it because I <laughs> Well, all I know is I'm sympathizing with you. I deserve it. I've been, I've been asked to do this before, not by the Yankees, but by other teams, and I, I always say no. I'm like, I don't need that pressure. I don't need because I'm going to screw it up like you did. I'm like, I just don't need the headache. I don't need the booze. But, you know, I'll tell you this. After 9-11, when George W. Bush went to Yankee Stadium, That's and it was Jeter. That's about last night. That's okay, so it was Derek Jeter that told Bush, you better not skip it, you, you know, or, or else they're going to boo you. Did you get booed? Right. No. Did, did you get they were actually very, They were actually very kind of compassionate. They were like, oh. <laughs> oh, poor. Well, it's not as bad as uh, our friend Roseanne singing the national anthem. We'll put it that way. Oh, not anyway, we love you. I, I got your back. If they go, they're going too hard at you, you call me, and I'll stick up for you, all right? Let, let, let them have it. All right, Stephen A. All right, 800-941-SEAN on a Friday. And we got Sarah Carter and Gianno Caldwell, Mark Simone. We got Joe Concha. We just have, well, we're just going to have fun today. Important role as a parent, you got to make sure your kids are safe at school, right? Well, as a parent, grandparent, you know, you got to talk to your school's principal, safety director. You got to become a tiger mom like Linda. And if if they have, you got to ask them, do you have a Knox access, entry access system? Uh, that gets law enforcement into locked doors during emergencies that require immediate entry. And the Knox advanced electric, uh, sorry, electronic e-key technology can, can be used by local, state, and federal law enforcement personnel. The e-lock system can be shared by multiple jurisdictions. It accelerates their access into any school building. Now, the Knox system can be installed and managed by a single school or an entire district. Now, Knox entry systems, you know, they, they by the way, they've entrusted products uh, for firefighters. It's been their choice of access for since 1975. When seconds matter, you want easy access. Anyway, go to their website. It's schoolentry.com. Schoolentry.com. And make sure you check in with your school safety director, principal. Make sure your kids are safe at school. Sean Hannity. All right, on this Friday, when we come back, yeah, the uh, border is wide open. Oh, and in New York City, their 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 openness, their right to shelter. Yeah, now they want to get rid of it. Amazing. The following is a high five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino.
What are you looking for in a new smart TV? 4K picture quality? High quality and immersive sound? A sleek design? All of those are givens, but only the new Roku Pro series has all of those and the Roku streaming experience. An award-winning OS. Get fast, easy access to all your apps like iHeart, where you can stream all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts all day. And regular, all-inclusive trips to Roku City. The new Roku Pro series. A smart TV built by the streaming pros. What's up, guys? This is Sean, Lights Out Merriman, and Saturday, June 15th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting 17 returns to Casino Palma in San Diego. Get your tickets now at LightsOutXF.com, and we'll be live on Lights Out Sports TV, available on all major platforms. Doors open at 5 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be Lights Out. Lights Out Sports is free sports TV by athletes for fans. For details about the event and tickets, go to LightsOutXF.com.